For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. President Joe Biden instituted new vaccine requirements through the executive branch, and associate prospect editor Jose Pablo Fernandez Garcia reflects on the upcoming 20th anniversary of 9-11. It's Friday, September 10th. In a speech from the White House on Thursday evening, U.S. President Joe Biden announced that the Department of Labor is set to require businesses with 100 or more employees to either get vaccinated or be tested weekly for COVID-19. Congressional Republicans were outspoken against the plan, with Texas Representative Dan Crenshaw deeming it, quote, insanity. Colorado Representative Doug Lamborn claimed it, quote, abused the power of the executive branch. During the sweeping address, Biden also said that he would be invoking the Defense Production Act to produce more COVID-19 rapid tests, including ones that can be used at home. Biden shared that his administration had reached an agreement with major retailers such as Walmart, Amazon, and Kroger to sell those tests for at least three months. The speech comes as the United States continues to average around 150,000 new cases of COVID-19 each day. Yesterday, the Department of Justice sued Texas over the state's controversial new law that bans abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Attorney General Merrick Garland called the bill, quote, clearly unconstitutional under longstanding Supreme Court precedent. Although the lawsuit was filed in a federal court in West Texas, it's likely that the Supreme Court will weigh in at some point. On campus today, expect partly sunny skies and temperatures in the mid-70s. Tomorrow will mark the 20th anniversary of 9-11. The memory of that morning seems to seep into every corner of our lives, but many undergrads weren't even alive when it happened. So how do we think about the legacy of that day here at Princeton? Today, we spoke to someone who wrote a piece for The Prince about just that. Hello. I'm Jose Pablo Fernandez Garcia. I'm a junior in the French department. And here at The Prince, I'm an associate editor for The Prospect, arts and culture section. So, Jose Pablo, what was your vision for the piece? How did you even begin to approach the process of thinking about 9-11's impact on a campus level? I think just a walk around the Princeton campus, if, if you pay enough attention, which is how I start the piece, really opens your eyes to the amount of history that has happened here. 9-11 is no exception. So I think just walking across the campus and recently seeing a COVID-19 memorial already really pushed me to ask some questions about how we remember our history at a university, which isn't a national memorial, but at a school like Princeton with such a long history, it kind of becomes one. Is there anything you want to emphasize about this piece to our listeners? I think if there's anything I want to emphasize in what I wrote is the idea that for many, many people at Princeton and in the country, a 9-11 memorial is very much a living thing. But already for college students like myself and certainly going into the future, it's already a part of history. We don't really have memories of it and our reactions at a very fundamental level are very different and and it can feel very strange even at times to think about these events when we don't have memories or didn't even live through it. Be sure to read Jose Pablo's piece titled Visiting Princeton's 9-11 Memorial 20 Years After the Towers Fell. Thanks for joining us, Jose Pablo. Thank you. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was produced under the 145th Managing Board of the Prince. Special thanks to Jose Pablo Fernandez Garcia. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend.